0: three biggest reasons only 10% of students study abroad. They're afraid of being homesick, they don't think it's safe, and the number one reason people don't study abroad is cost. We're here to dispel all that. Find out exactly how that 10% crafted their study abroad journey and how you can too. I'm Chris Carlton, and this is the Study Abroadcast. Right. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Study Abroadcast. This is Chris Carlton with Tara Ifobi, from well i'm gonna let her tell you about her school she went to iowa state she's done now and she's been really busy since she graduated so tara thank you very much for being here welcome to the show how are you doing today
1: i'm good how are you
0: i'm doing good yeah so tell me a little bit about it did you why did you decide to study abroad
1: yeah um i wanted to study abroad kind of for a funny reason. So I studied fashion when I was in school at Iowa State University, which a lot of people don't realize they have a pretty decent fashion program. Um, But I was also getting a minor in sustainability and I was kind of at a point where I was like, oh my God, I don't want to touch a sewing machine ever again. I don't want to draw anything ever again. Like I'm so tired of this. So I knew I wanted to take like a little teensy bit of a break from my college town and what I was doing. but I didn't want to like jump ship completely. So basically I looked for study abroad programs that weren't fashion related, found one that was related to sustainability in Copenhagen, Denmark, which Scandinavia is kind of a hub for all things yeah. sustainability. Yeah. So I ended up
0: there. So so you went into the office and they, they gave you a path to take, it sounds like. I didn't know that. So when you do fashion, when you study fashion, they make you learn how to sew?
1: I mean, it's different. It depends on what you do. So I study design. If you okay. study merchandising, then you're going to be figuring out like Excel spreadsheets and how to make line plans and all of that stuff. Or if you want to do styling, that's its own thing. But when it comes to design, like,
0: so it's like you wanted to do design without the sewing machine and that kind of right. learning how to make the clothes. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, and I, I do like sewing now and I do like drawing, having that bit of time to like focus on sustainability. I was like, okay, like actually miss, doing what I was doing, but it was, um, it was still kind of related of course, because sustainability and fashion, especially these days go hand in hand. So it all, you know, it all worked out in the end.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, but so how long were you there for in Copenhagen?
1: Yeah, I was there for a semester. So Perfect. it was like just yeah. under five months or whatever.
0: Yeah. I like the longer, the longer, I mean, cause I'm doing an international education podcast. Right. I always say the longer, the better. I know. Um, and then, so moving right along so you go into the office and they say yeah here do this if you don't want to do that or the other thing this will be the perfect route for you so you go to Copenhagen did you apply for or receive any scholarships or grants or anything like that
1: I applied for a couple of scholarships that are through the program so I studied at DIS Copenhagen which is stands for Danish Institute of Study Abroad Um, and so they have I interviewed someone
0: from DIS too they're they're a really terrific program aren't they Scandinavia yeah
1: yeah and like with it you not only do you get to go to either um, Copenhagen or Stockholm they have locations in both uh, but you're pretty much guaranteed like a trip to some other European country and I don't know there's just so many other elements of it that made it like a perfect program and um, yeah I don't know I really, really enjoyed my time there. I miss Copenhagen. So, so you get there, right? Well, you're in Copenhagen. Well,
0: before you left, had you have you ever been out of the country before this time?
1: I had been out of the country once before um, to Nigeria, actually. Oh wow, that's
0: that's that's a different interview. We're gonna have to have you on again to talk about (laughs) going to Nigeria because I haven't had anyone from Nigeria Nigeria yet. Exactly. I remember I was excited when I got my first content of a- or con- continent of Africa. And so I yep. gotten a few of those, and I actually just did one that did Kenya. Uh-huh. But now, I mean, it's interesting. You don't think about Africa when you think about studying abroad.
1: No. no, actually, and I almost, I wanted to do, when I wasn't sure if I wanted to do like a semester abroad program, there was like a summer two-week one that was in South Africa. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm a little nervous about going abroad. So maybe the two-week thing will be good um but then i, yeah, I end up just going for it and i'm so glad i did
0: <laughs> yeah i yeah. am too i am too now yeah and, but so before you go all the way across the pond and you're going to europe now yeah. and you're going for six mm-hmm. months or five, five or six months right did you have any fears or doubts before you left or any reservations or did, did you know anyone that had studied abroad before like how what was your mental sure. awareness right yeah
1: Um, yeah. Well, yeah. For starters, I never originally saw myself as being like a quote unquote study abroad kid. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I didn't really know. I mean, I knew people in my apparel program who had studied abroad, but like friends, family didn't know any of that. I was also just nervous because I had never traveled anywhere alone. Um, and so I don't know, just even small anxieties of like, getting around airports in a different country. How does that all work? Like I connected in Amsterdam and then I had to get to Denmark. Little things like that I was like so worked up about. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, I just got there and that's the thing, you just like figure it out. And that's something I like was really thankful for Was studying abroad. You just learn to like go with the flow and figure things out.
0: Yeah, so it's, it kind of sounds like, and this is true for every, the friends that you make, It sound, it sounds like you went there alone but now, yep. you're coming, now you're coming back with a whole group of people all over, because I think they're all Americans that you're with, right, when you do yeah. DLS? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. now you know people yeah. all over the United States, right? Exactly, exactly, yeah. true. And so can you tell me, you're in Copenhagen, Denmark, which I've heard and seen, it's beautiful. I've never been there before, but it's one of the most beautiful cities. I, I don't know if this is true, and I might have to be fact-checked, <laughs> but the reason it's Hitler wanted to retire there And that's why there was never any like bullets or anything like, like nothing got bombed for that city or anything, but that he loved Copenhagen. So it's, yeah, I don't know if, yeah, we're going to have to check that, but I've (laughs) heard that. Um, Okay. So um, what was, can you, I know this was a few years ago, but can you give me a day in the life of like your classes doing this through DIS and what, what it was like to live there?
1: Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I remember pretty well. You basically have um, Tuesday and Thursdays are a certain set of classes. Well, let's see. Mondays and Thursdays, excuse me, are a certain set of classes. Then Tuesdays and Fridays were their own. And then Wednesdays, you are either doing some sort of field study around the city or you kind of have the day off to just explore and do what you will. Um, But since you're probably taking like, five classes or whatever, and you have two field studies for each class, then more often than not, you're at least for one of those classes, spending half the day on Wednesday going somewhere around the city. Um, So basically no matter what, they just want everyone to get out and experience the city, not stay in a classroom the whole time, which I really appreciated. Um, But then of course you have your like usual classes too. So I would like on a normal class day, wake up in the morning, I had rented a bike for my time there, which I 100, of course, percent recommend because it's like the best place to ride a bike in the entire world.
0: Is it? And is it really? Or are you just saying that? Like, is? It everybody- I mean,
1: I think so. No, Amsterdam- that's
0: fine. That's better. That's That's better than a statistic. That's what I. Yeah. That's. that's yeah. You well, you always <laughs> you always hear about Amsterdam and the bikes. So well, that's
1: but, what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, because Amsterdam was the first city to really kick off like true biking infrastructure like redoing their cities so it's kind of made for the bikes first and foremost but copenhagen adopted that you know, i don't know not too long after and i would argue that copenhagen did it best but i'm sure yeah, i'll have people getting upset with me for saying that um but, you know, both cities are like amazing to bike in and copenhagen of course was like great so yeah i would ride my bike to class Or if it was like a particularly cold day, because I studied there um, spring semester. So transitioning from winter to spring, there was, you know, some snow at first. Maybe I would take us to class. Um, And yeah, it's just like such a beautiful city.
0: Going going back to the bikes, you said you you could rent a bike for an extended period of time like that?
1: Yeah, so DIS on their website has a place where you can check out a couple of bike sites that you can rent a bike for like X amount of months and then you return it at the end of your stay. So like I had my bike while I was there and it was really easy to adapt to the biking culture and it was so fun. I highly recommend it to anyone who goes there.
0: For sure. Yeah. Uh, So, and then you were getting into the, it's it's in a good location so you can go other places i'm assuming you traveled outside of denmark during your time there can yes. you tell me did you explore like the rest other cities are there i can't even think of another city in denmark other than copenhagen uh, but
1: yeah we went to some small towns um i wanted to get to aarhus which is like the second biggest city in denmark i think so yeah i've
0: never i've never heard of that city at all yeah
1: it's It's really cool, I never actually ended up going, but for some, like, um, for the, I was, you pick a core course when you're at DIS, and so as part of that course, we got to go to a couple smaller towns in Denmark and kind of see different sustainable infrastructure there. So I did get to experience that a little bit, but mostly when I traveled, I traveled outside of Denmark.
0: Okay, all right, and where? Where did you travel outside of Denmark?
1: Yeah, so I went to Stockholm. I went to Beautiful. Yeah, I went to Berlin, I went to Paris. I went to Barcelona, which I actually would say is like one of my favorite cities I've ever been to. I wasn't expecting it. I went with another girl who really wanted to go to Barcelona and I was kind of in it for going to Amsterdam. We like right. as one of our breaks, we went to both of those cities and I'm like, "All right, you pick whatever city you want to go to, I'll pick whatever city I want to go to and then we'll just go together. And I actually ended up loving Barcelona. Okay. Um, yeah, but Amsterdam too. So I think I went to like eight other cities while I was there. I think and I left them off. Now are these,
0: so just a little question about DIS then, yeah. how many of these are like sponsored by them and how many of them are you just kind of like, you don't have to give me an exact number, but yeah. are you, is it just kind of you like backpacking with your friends on the weekend?
1: Sure. So, yeah, I forgot to mention the, one of the cities I got to go to with DIS or countries because we hit a couple cities there was Norway. So I went to Oslo and I went to kind of like it's bad. I'm like blanking on the name of the town now, but it was like a small little valley town that we like stayed at, like a little ski lodge. And we're there to learn about, I don't know, how sustainability affected that city. But anyway, that one trip. Is pretty much guaranteed from whatever core course you pick so like if you take I think there was a class about um film and I think you go to I don't remember where you go but basically no matter what class you study you get to take a trip as part of it okay
0: yeah that sounds fair yeah and then the rest was just you going off
1: exactly <laughs> with,
0: the, with the friends that you met I'm assuming yeah. right yeah okay yeah. So
1: came to visit and that's when we went to um, Berlin and Paris because okay. and of course they checked out Copenhagen. So it was just a good excuse for them to come and see everything too. Right,
0: right, right, right. And um, amidst all these travels to different yeah. places, eight, I, 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 you've got a really good memory just so you know, but uh, <laughs> can you tell like a funny story or anything interesting that happened or something that went completely
1: wrong or... um. I mean, nothing, honestly, I'm very thankful. Nothing too crazy bad happened during any of my trips. During the Barcelona trip, unfortunately, so, okay, so me and another gal went, and we stayed at a hostel and met some other people in the city there. So one night we were out to dinner. All of a sudden she, like, my friend, like, vanished from the table. A few moments later she texted me, and unfortunately she was, like, getting super sick. And I know, so... I don't know. I felt I felt more bad for her cuz this wasn't really my experience in all of it. But had to figure out how to get like her home and we had like walked to this restaurant that was like an hour away from our hostel. Her and I were kind of avoiding taking like buses or anything just cuz the weather was so nice. Right. So kind of maneuvering that situation was like a bummer for part of the trip, but luckily a couple days later she got better and don't know it it kind of worked out in the end but i was like super scared for her
0: (laughs) well i uh, one theme that i have on the podcast is i love it when it's a first time so i talked about the countries in africa like when you get the first person that studied abroad here the first person that this happened to or that happened to and i honestly think out of all the interviews i've done so far you're the first person where something like notably wrong happened or something like everything just went smooth sailing
1: yeah i was gonna say i mean honestly i know i'm like really reaching here because like that's not even that
0: bad. Bad, was, yeah. Like, she she got a little. She got a little sick. I mean. Yeah, it is what
1: it is. Yeah. So, well, uh, <laughs> 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 and I'm like, I mean, yeah, it wasn't. So.
0: You, yeah, you get. <laughs> you, so you, you, you gave it the old college bad. try, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, what is so the girl I interviewed from DIS was uh-huh. uh. Pff, I for, I don't think she did Copenhagen. What's the other one that they do?
1: Go to Stockholm as part of it. Stockholm. Too.
0: I forget if she, I or okay, I forget which one she was, but can you tell me about food in Copenhagen? Is there or in Denmark? Is there uh what tell me about it? The food there. Okay, like Like what do you Stockholm. miss that you can't go out and get?
1: Okay, so this is real stupid. The main thing I miss, obviously 7-11s are a little different in Europe than they yeah. are in America, and they had the best like jumbo cinnamon roll because the thing about danes they love pastries and baked goods and so that's just like the best cinnamon roll i've ever had in my life was from a 7-eleven literally in like just just in europe they were like great in all the european places um
0: danish that's where it comes
1: from exactly i had a really great cheese danish there so yeah i miss a lot of the baked goods they're mostly known oh, I also miss brunch. They do brunch really I well. I heard that,
0: yep. That's and yeah, cute
1: because almost everything gets its own like little dish and like you get your little egg cup and your egg or sorry, you wouldn't have two eggs, but you know, if you have like eggs on toast or something, that gets its own plate. If you have grapefruit, it gets its own plate and it's a, it's a production when you sure. have brunch. Yeah. Um, miss that.
0: Okay, oh, yeah, it's making me hungry right now. Right? <laughs> yeah,
1: sorry. Some-
0: some people going into the history of food, I was talking about this and it probably has to do with farms, but why is it that everyone eats eggs for breakfast and not, you know, like, I don't know why they don't eat them for dinner. or Why is that? I mean, it's probably something really stupid.
1: Like, I don't know. It's just like small and you get a lot of protein It's the start of your morning. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but they weren't,
0: but they weren't thinking about that when like back in whatever hundreds or that you know, I'm, I'm it's assuming like it's farms, and they had chickens, and the eggs, like they didn't kill the ca- cow yet. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I just don't know why. But I'm sorry to bring um, you off on that little tangent there of, of the right. world history. I'm uh, sorry.
1: into it. I have no
0: idea. Well, did you know? Do you know why the keyboard is the way it is?
1: No, I don't.
0: Like why the the letters are in the order they are is the reason why and I'm full of facts today I guess but the re- the reason why is because w- transitioning from a t- like a typewriter that's that's how it, that's how the keyboard looks, is, is the typewriter and the reason that they didn't put them like you know like all the vowels like a e i o u on your left hand or something like that is because if you typed too fast the type the little things would get stuck together so that's why that's why they made it the way it is
1: that makes sense. Yeah, that know. makes
0: that, make, that makes sense. My eggus my, my egg uh, hypothesis is probably wrong though. I'm going to have right. to look that up. Yeah. Water that one
1: a little bit more.
0: Yeah. So so it's uh, I shouldn't apologize. This is a good conversation to have right? <laughs> I I just Some I always knowledge. no, I always tell my guests uh, less of me and more of you is good for the show, but today I'm I'm chirping a little bit. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, so now so once you returned, and can I ask you what, how old were you in college, Like, or not how old were you, but what year were you in college when you went? One semester, was it?
1: It was, um, it was my junior year, second semester of my junior year. Yeah, that's so the popular one,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. So after you got back, how did it change your view of the world, and I know kind of we're saving this to the end, but you're mm-hmm. somewhat of a, you're on Instagram, but you're really on Instagram, right? And I, and I don't and you're on YouTube too. Used to be. I used to Stop. be. Okay.
1: I can get into that way. <laughs>
0: okay. So so tell me about yeah, how did it affect you when you returned home and then maybe transition into the in, Instagram page?
1: Yeah. Well, for one, it was kind of like it was really the thing I needed to keep propelling me forward in the degree that I was already pursuing. So while I wasn't really focusing on fashion while I was there, I was getting, I took a class called Danish design where we basically learned about um, Danish design as it relates to furniture, which they are very well known for their furniture in Denmark, like mid-century modern, all of that kind of originates from Scandinavia. Um, Or if you think of Ikea and how iconic Ikea is, obviously that's Sweden, but it's all kind of from the same area. Right. Um, so learning about furniture design and graphic design and city planning and all of that, I've kind of taken with me and applied to my own area.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Which okay.
1: Which is cool because it's it's nice to not always be inspired by other fashion designers. Eventually, you kind of end up just like copying people and you never want to do that. So figuring out different artists or you know artist designers what they're doing it's in, like you're, in, pu- yeah. you're
0: you're pulling at different places to create something original and authentic that you made right. but yeah you've got to pull from the places when you create that's what it, that's what i think it is too
1: exactly it, it,
0: so it kind of reminds that. me of you know in chopped or like or mm-hmm. like oh i got trained here i did and, and then all their food is french themed it's not yeah. it sounds like you did that but with fashion and i guess furniture design too
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, Scandinavian design. I mean, so I went back to my senior year to work on my senior line, and I ended up focusing my senior line completely around women in Scandinavian design. So something that, like, we touch on a little bit in some of my classes were what women were doing as it related to furniture design. But, of course, men are more at, like, the forefront of a lot of areas in life, so I just wanted to, like, celebrate women and what they were doing. And it's definitely impacted pretty much every other element of my life, even after my senior line. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I miss, and I miss Copenhagen so Wait, much. I just love dreams we, and wish I was
0: there. <laughs> wish you could go back, right? To, I haven't yeah. been back. I, I did Buenos Aires, or as they uh-huh. pronounce it, Buenos Aires. Yeah. And I haven't gotten to go back either, but it's harder to think about that because there's so many other places that you haven't been, exactly. but at the same time you want to go back. and yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Um, uh what's your what's your what'd you say your senior line or your spring line or what what is that is that like a paper or is or does it mean like a fashion line of clothes
1: yeah so once you enter your senior year at I think most apparel programs at schools but yeah specifically at Iowa State you have a class where you you know you've taken everything that you've learned in your college career that far and you just make a collection and do whatever you want to do that's awesome yeah and you have to kind of also be in charge of um making like a line plan or figuring out like what your packaging and your hang tags would look like and everything from like the ground up you get to kind of like build a brand and then also build like a specific collection so it was really fun
0: yeah Okay, good. It sounds like fun, too. I didn't yeah. know. And
1: it's stressful. Don't get me wrong. I definitely like my diet and health. My life. Not amazing at that point in my life because you spend a lot of time play in the sewing lab late at night and then you drive through a 24-hour burrito joint and you're like, all right, this is good enough. So I
0: have to <laughs> hit the yeah, again no, tomorrow. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good to know the school because, again, going back to the chef, it's almost like culinary school. There's fashion school. My, my, the extent of my knowledge in the fashion industry is the Devil Wears Prada. I'm sure. I'm sure that's what most people are like. I mean, I'm wearing a black shirt right now, but I guess it's maybe like charcoal black. And there's a reason that the seams are here and ebony, or you know,
1: whatever. It's maybe a bite stitch and your cover (laughs) stitch. Blah blah blah. blah.
0: Yeah. No, there's a lot of Uh, uh, great. Okay. So so you're coming out with a bang. And then when did you start the Instagram page? Sure. Well,
1: so I mean. My Instagram is the same Instagram I've had since I was probably like 14 years old. Um, But I started, I guess it makes sense to just include like my YouTube a bit in this. I started, well, I've been on YouTube for a long time. I had a couple of channels before I had the channel that I feel like got the most publicity, I guess. And I started that main sort of beauty-centric YouTube channel when I was 16 with another friend. eventually so
0: when you were when yeah. you were overseas where you i'm assuming you're adding content but you're not calling it yeah. content yet at this point you're still you're adding pictures of you and your friends right
1: and then, well, the, um, i mean so basically i don't know my youtube channel was always a pretty like serious hobby and i was doing brand good. deals i was in like probably like the latter half of high school and then more kind of throughout college it was like a second source of income and it wasn't it wasn't like It did not have a huge, huge, huge YouTube channel, but it was a cool little hustle.
0: And you didn't have to be a waitress kind of thing, right?
1: Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. And so then when I was, um, basically when I applied for DIS, the marketing office of DIS reached out to me and were like, hey, we saw you made a vlog that you're like, you know coming to Copenhagen would you want to vlog for DIS while you're here and they were like you can post your videos to our YouTube channel as well as your YouTube channel and yeah so while I was studying abroad not only was I doing kind of beauty or lifestyle related content I was doing study abroad related content and that actually ended up growing my channel quite a bit
0: good yeah congratulations on that and that's a little after the fact but
1: Yeah. And I had, yeah, it was fun. I had the time now that I'm working full time in fashion, I don't really have a ton of time anymore, period.
0: Yeah. Um, No, no, no. no. So let's, so let's jump over to that. So you graduate, right? And is this, is the job you have now, is this the first job you had out of college?
1: Yeah. I mean, I interned when I was in college. Um, Uh I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say where I work, but I work out of, large company large american company that most people shop
0: at i'll say right and so and that's what you did right out of the gates because it sounds like you you know you followed the rules and the playbook and you did everything you were supposed to do and you got it and it seems like is and maybe a little hint are you in minneapolis by any chance i am okay so there's there's maybe a hint to which company she works for but we won't say it yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah, because i yeah it's like i didn't yeah legally i don't think i'm allowed to say but i mean i can say in some places but i don't think i can say it in interviews unfortunately
0: isn't it the blank center for basketball
1: i don't know
0: i don't know okay all right um (laughs) and now okay so now we're on to the rapid fire portion of the podcast oh wait no before i get to that oh yeah Jumping even further back, yeah, we're not to the rapid fire. Can you tell me a little bit why you chose, Give maybe give Iowa State, That's I think this is the first time that I've said that that's where you went in the podcast, but can you maybe give a little context as to how you why you decided to do Iowa State and maybe give them a little plug?
1: Yeah, for sure. So I chose Iowa State because, well, I'm from Iowa originally, I'm from Des Moines, Iowa, and... I knew I wanted to study fashion. I was not positive that I could get like decent out of state scholarships. Like, I was a really, really good student in college. I was just an okay student in high school. So, I looked, I thought maybe I could like check out some places in the Midwest, but honestly, um, Iowa State is ranked in the top 10 um, as it relates to apparel degrees. And I was like, you know, it doesn't really make sense for me to go to Chicago or even Minneapolis when Iowa State has such a highly ranked program and that's how I ended up there and I actually really, really enjoyed it.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's makes sense to me. Yeah. It's funny because this is my third questionable fact of the the staying with the tangent. I've heard tell yeah. me if you've heard this too that sure. normally your GPA drops a point from high school to college because no one you know, like once you're in college, like what do you have to do after that, right? Unless you're gonna be a doctor or a lawyer or PhD or something like if you're planning on going into graduate school
1: yeah so I've heard that I think mine like I mean mine definitely skyrocketed just because when I was in high school I didn't I don't know I was good at the subjects I cared about I was always good at art I was good at English but like math science oh yeah don't don't get me started I just didn't I was like deuces like I don't care no. um then I got to college and I'm like oh my god I get to study fashion all the time I I was in. oh sorry I just got a text but I it's was o- it's authentic it's authentic <laughs> exactly it's like, yeah, yeah. um I'll probably get another text too but anyway anyway <laughs> I um when I got to college and I got to study fashion all the time I was actually an honors student and like on the dean's list like every semester because I was doing yeah, what I loved and it was easy at that point and <laughs>
0: okay <laughs> this, this is, yeah no uh when so yeah that ma- that only makes sense that when you're doing things that you love to do more as opposed to things that you hate and despise doing you're obviously going to get a better grade so yeah my my gpa went up too and i went to college so yeah. We're, yeah we're a bunch of nerds on the podcast now and that's what we're doing but really? um so now so now we're at the rapid fire portion of the okay. blog do you have any book recommendations
1: hmm I don't read enough. I read this. What about,
0: okay, no. What about, then let's just skip to the. Is there like a YouTube channel that you follow maybe? Or like, so let's just skip right to the uh, reading. I'm with you on reading too. Like it's, it's hard to read.
1: Yeah. Well, do you know, uh, you want to know the last thing I read? It's actually kind of funny. Um, Do you know the movie Hereditary? No. Scary movie. It came out last summer, I think.
0: It's a scary movie?
1: Scary movie. It's not, yeah. I recently read the entire screenplay for it. And actually okay. now I, think I have a decent interest in screenplays because <laughs> they're like, I don't know, they're like a hundred pages. What is Did you just like
0: look it up or did you, I've seen advertisements for that, like read the screenplay. and they, I,
1: How did you, how did you find the script? I just like Googled it. I think I, yeah. I don't know. Okay, well, so that's... One, of, one of that director's movies, I found a link through Reddit but that's one, I think it literally just like came up when
0: I Googled it. Right. No. Yeah. But I mean, there's so much comedy. Like there's, I mean, if you want to like really be like, you know, a, a student giving an apple to the teacher, there's like Ted talks and there's things yeah. you can watch like that. Yeah. And wouldn't I could make the argument that you're smarter for watching that stuff than you are for taking the time to read a book because you can, I don't know now I'm just, yeah. But so yeah, so you're, you're reading screenplays. That's unique. And what about, are there any apps or websites or podcasts that you listen to
1: or anything like that? Any blogs? My the, my usual go-to podcast is How I Built This from NPR, okay. And it's just like people talking about different businesses that they created, whether it's Airbnb or Bumble or, you know, Tom's of Maine. I know. The, like,
0: did, did you listen to the Bumble one? I did. So she used to work at Tinder, Tinder. right? Yeah, yeah yep. that's interesting. And now yeah. they're, yeah, that's... It's and funny. I mean, there's so many ideas like that that you just wish like ah, it's so obvious but okay right. yeah so yeah so okay so how what was it how i built it
1: yeah how i built this
0: how i built this okay i'll definitely yeah. link that and um finally do you uh what advice would you give i mean i don't know if you have a little sister a little brother or a cousin or something that's gonna start and what advice would you give to someone who's thinking about studying abroad and not really sure if they should make the I guess time and the investment for it yeah
1: yeah because it, it definitely is an investment um, I was in the mindset that you know I would like rather be in debt the rest of my life than not have gotten the chance to live <laughs> in a different country yeah. um, but I would say you had kind of touched on this sooner One, if you're thinking about studying abroad, you should just do it. And two, if you're gonna do it, you should do it for like as much time as you possibly can because honestly, like I wish I could have lived in Copenhagen for a year and I was at first nervous about doing study abroad at all. I thought I would only wanna do it like a two week quick summer program um
0: go for as long as you possibly can honestly yeah no i know go go for longer or, or a lot of people don't realize that they can go more than once too exactly one of my yeah, yeah one of my best friends studied abroad four times he did it like summer summer right. summer semester summer i think is what he did i <laughs> know oh, seriously right. and now you should hear him speak spanish he's fluent because of it so
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> and uh last but not least is there a quote you want to share hmm did I, th-
1: I mean, I don't. I'm not a big quote person, but good. Like- all right, no. I'm thinking about
0: <laughs> taking that. Yeah, I'm thinking about taking that part out. It depends on the person. But yeah. No, yeah. I, I'm sure. You know if you look at every episode, I quote the interviewee or the guest. So you've got a lot of good information here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is all I have. Is there anything else you want to add?
1: Um. I don't think so. Everyone, go listen to. Ben McElfresh's, uh podcast episode because he's a great guy. Great way to end, yeah. yeah I wouldn't have studied.
0: Abroad. <laughs> I'm an, I'll email him the link. The link to this episode when I post it. Yeah, he is a, <laughs> yeah. he's a good guy. All right, guys. Um, Tara, thank you very much for being here, guys. Please leave me an honest review of the show. Let me know how I'm doing. You can get it on uh, new new posts on social media. Tara, thank you very much for doing this, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks. All right. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to check out all the really neat infographics on the rest of the posts as well as the interviews. There's a lot of good information. You should also download Studying Abroad 201. I really recommend it if you need kind of a fire lit under your ass for studying abroad and you need some motivation. It craps my journey and exactly what I did. Also, we can email you new interviews or you can connect with us on social media. All right, thanks a lot.